Welcome. So good to be with you on this Wednesday as we get together for a little midweek Bible study and devotional time. And I'm so glad that you've taken some time out to to join us to do just that. And hopefully you are uplifted and encouraged whenever it is that you're watching this, whether it's on Wednesday or uh, whatever day it may be, morning, afternoon, evening. We're just glad that you have chosen to join us uh, for for a little bit of Bible study time today. You know, it's not uncommon to hear the phrase or or something along these lines of, of being in a dark place. Um, you know, and, and a lot of people use that much of the time it's kind of used in, um, in, in description of feelings of being in a dark place of discouragement or, or hopelessness or an impasse in our lives or in our culture, in our world. And, and in both ancient and modern literature, um, we, we see this metaphor of darkness for uh, suffering and, and human error and, and, and the penalties from human error. And, and we see that as, as you know, quite common, like I said, in, in both ancient and modern literature. And maybe that's just at least one of the reasons why the person and nature of God are described as light. As First John chapter five or chapter one verse five says, God is light, and in Him there is no darkness at all. Uh, James, the brother of Jesus, even describes G, uh, God as the Father of heavenly lights, from whom every good and perfect gift comes, and in whom is no darkness, not even a shadow. And so, it really should come as no surprise that the biblical narrative describes God's entry into this world in the form of human flesh as the light that has come to shine into all the world's dark places. John chapter 1 verse 5 says, The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Jesus himself said in John chapter 8 verse 12, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. You know, it's interesting, if you're with us on Sunday, I talked just a moment about this, but there, there are several I am statements that Jesus makes of himself, and uh, each one is, is his, its own declaration that he is God. If you go back to the Old Testament, uh, when God sends Moses into, Israel, or into Egypt to uh, tell Pharaoh to let his, his people go, he tells him to say, I am, I, you know, that's, that's my name, that's the name of God. And so Jesus echoes that, I am, in these I am statements in the New Testament, many of them in the book of John. And, and yet of all the I am statements that Jesus makes, there's only one that he applies to us as his followers. Because not only does Jesus say that he is the light of the world, but he also calls us as his followers to be the light of the world, to be like candles on a stand, to to be like shining cities on high hills, to be blessings to the lives of those around us and to the world as a whole around us. Now, certainly, that being said, there have been some who have taken this call and unfortunately gone in the opposite direction of what Jesus would have us to do and to be, uh, sometimes acting as judgmental spotlights of criticism toward others. But the light that Jesus calls us to be is meant to be gentle and, and appealing and, and positive in its presence. It, it clarifies and uh, brightens up the landscape, makes life possible. And certainly one of the purposes of light is to shed that light into dark places. But even if it makes us flinch and, and maybe shield our eyes at first, God's light typically doesn't come with a blast of a nuclear bomb, right? I mean, think about it. Do you think the world needs more caustic critics or helping hands? More dark judgments and predictions or more people who model the light and the blessing of God's presence and grace? 
The story goes that there was a shortage of, of hard currency in the British Empire during Oliver Cromwell's reign back in the mid-1600s. And so government agents searched for a supply of silver to meet that need. And when they gave their report back to Cromwell, they said, we have searched in vain for silver that can be minted into coin. In other words, we, we haven't found any that, that we can mint down into coin. To our dismay, we have found none except in our country's cathedrals, where the statues of the saints are made of choice silver, to which Cromwell replied, and I love this, well then, let's melt down the saints and put them into circulation. And you know, in a world that needs some more light in the dark places, I think that's still a pretty good idea. Melt down the saints and put them into circulation. I hope you have a blessed day. God bless.